A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Adamez Starf of this podcast. Whoa. Do, was it named after Hermes? I mean, it that must. makes sense. It has to it's be. Spell the same, right? The, yeah. I mean, it yes. has the, the E. Oh, the, the, not apostrophe, yeah. the accent. Yeah. But oh. I just watched Devil Wears Prada and I oh, just imagine as you said that, all of the all of the Hermes scarves flying up as Emily Blunt gets hit by that cab. I need to rewatch that. It's a that's perfect a, screenplay. A, How much are a silver they? party movie? And Hermes. Buy- it has to be. Yeah, it's definitely. Do they use any symbolism of they? They have no. the like horse and cart. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a messenger. But that's yeah, that's I'm like that's that's commerce. That's that's travel short short travel uh i had a very mercury retrograde morning i just want to share it because it just felt really appropriate and very Please. comical and gemini where i was 
for some reason, signed myself up for Pilates this morning uh, to do before morning podcast, which I don't know why I did that. And I'm getting ready. And then I pop out my birth control and it pops into like, who knows where, like the dust of the bathroom floor, maybe it's in the Q-tip container, like just a hands and knees search for something. Oh, so small. That looks like like that looks starving. like anything that could yeah, be that on looks, the floor that <laughs> like, looks like anything that could be on the floor so much like naked hands and knees on the floor just like where the fuck is this thing shout out to like i've never had contacts but i just felt like that horror of like losing a like what must feel like losing a contact so just shout out to anyone that wears contacts i don't know how you live your life contacts are expensive too so you're like i have to find this but mm-hmm. i swear this is like the key which it doesn't work for pills but if you drop your contact, it's probably on you. Yeah. You see oh. it when you look down right away, it's probably on your chest, stomach, or like on your clothes. So try not to move too much because once you start digging around on the ground, it's going to end up like in a corn, a weird place. Mm. So that's I thought you thing. meant it's probably on you. Like it's your fucking. <laughs> you lost if that you contract. lose your contact, that's on you. you. <laughs> it's expensive. Okay. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> well, I had the, like, I was having that scramble brain of like, it's definitely, well, when something falls in it, but also I dropped it in, I have one of those bathroom crates. That's like a triple graded crate. So it could have been on any yeah. of the levels. Like, I don't know. It probably fell through a hole and I was having, okay, probably drop, like just trying to do physics, which I failed in high school in my mind. And then I am a genius. Cause I was like, no, no, no. When things fall. They don't fall flat. They fall away. It's probably like hit the floor and skedaddle. It was in the bathroom mat. Found mm. it. Had to rush my ass to Pilates. Rush my ass to Pilates. Sitting there. And then I look and I have the biggest hole in my fucking Pilates leggings. <laughs> like in the in the thigh crotch. And yes. we're doing a day of lunges. And I was just, I mean, luckily it's a small class and I love the teacher. So I was like, you know what? If anyone's staring at my Poonani that's on them that's just weird like don't look you're weird you're weird for looking you're weird for looking it's like it just grazed where it wasn't going to be too yeah rough but it was still like oh before in an la fitness yoga class i had no idea i was running late i picked up a pair of yoga pants off the ground Mm -hmm. my dog had eaten the entire crotch and butt out (laughs) and i didn't know until i sat down in my car after and i felt like the leather and I was like, oh no, like, oh no, <laughs> my so whole I ass I haven't done, I mean, this is like my second, maybe third time doing Pilates in person. And like, I forgot this whole year at home, I've been exercising in my radius, disgusting. Yeah. Like things that no one should see that work for me and the privacy of my own home. And now I'm like, oh yeah. Like presentational exercise, cool. yeah. like what, what works out in this waking world and my go-tos I didn't realize have been really worn down to the the chub rub soil um that was my mercury retrograde where I felt very appropriate for before getting getting on with y'all I had a mercury retrograde thing happen yesterday that was a positive I was getting ready to go to a friend's birthday party and I have a thing I realized and it's my sixth house Pisces bullshit. I have a problem with getting <laughs> shoes. I like will not, I like refuse to buy shoes for myself that are, that are usable. So I just have like the rattiest 
oldest shoes and it always mm. makes me feel bad because I feel like I never like the outfit is never at, as elevated as I want it to be because I don't have the shoes but I finally bought myself Wait, I like the ones you had on that's those are the ones I, I just almost bought said them. it but then I was it was such a weird thing that happened already at the party no, exactly. <laughs> but you just don't bring anything into anything <laughs> But I got, I bought these Tevas that I've been trying to. Cute. Also, every time I go online, I feel like I get so disheartened because things sell out so fast, especially last year when everyone was online shopping so much. Everything oh, yeah. I wanted was like fucking gone. So even when I brought myself to finally like get something, it'd be sold out. So I've had the, my eyes on these Tevas for a year. And what's I. What's the color? What's the, what's the, the 90s? It's like, uh, like this color blue a pink a yellow a rainbow green. kind oh, of oh like i know exactly yeah. i've seen that targeted ad i know mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about those are cute i got them and they weren't supposed to come until midweek and then i like was getting ready to leave for this party and i put on my gross Reeboks, and steve was like you can't wear that like your outfit's so cute wow. like you have to wear a different pair of shoes like they're just it's like not gonna work and i'm like i don't have any other shoes and i can't buy them because i have to clean out my closet first and then i get a text message that says i have a fedex delivery and i'm like what the fuck is this from because it doesn't say from tivas it said something else mm -hmm. and i went downstairs and they had been delivered days early just in time yes. for me to put on the cutest shoes that are yes. so comfortable. I'm so glad I bought them. And I was like fucking feeling it. And I can't she wait to wear them cute. again today. Perfect crunchy shoes. I have to still give you the shoes that have been sitting in that I won't wear. I have yes. I have clogs for you and I have platform white shoes, even though I am teetering about keeping those. But I will show you. Hey. I, I I will I will re I'm I have shoes to give you. You have the you have the the final say on whether or not. If you want, if you feel like you gotta keep them, I I'm I having that tug it. though, where like the white these white platforms, I will wear them around the house, but once they're out in the wild, I'm a I'm a weakling and I won't mm -hmm. actually do it. So I'm like, I gotta just recognize what what's actually happening here. That's where I'm at. I feel like, and it's why I haven't bought shoes is because I know I'm like at a point where I don't know if I can wear uncomfortable shoes anymore. Like I'm like I don't know if oh, I'm willing sure. to put myself through that, and I'm like that means I really gotta reimagine what my what no, my cute thing comfy is, sandals kind of here yeah, we go where it's, where it's like i really do got to do some some it's not as easy as just like buying a new pair i'm like this is a reinvention that's happening mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. of course i'm thinking about this too deep <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way but i'm also like no, it does. how can no, i buy a problem that's what i mean like yeah. i just i i've always had a problem with them i've always had a bunch of them that i never wear because i love shoes i love cute shoes but then it's like i just roll my ankle too much Mm -hmm. and I'm like not gonna I, I want I have this like aspiration imagination of myself of like as someone who's like wearing heels on the daily and I'm like there's no fucking way there's not not a chance no I, unless you're being I driven like, or something a lot I think that's the only sustainable way to be a mm -mm. real heels wearer on the con I gave up on having like I when I used to bartend I would wear like I'd try to find cute non-slip like whatever mm -hmm. and I gave up on that like right when the pandemic started and I'm like oh I just I'm gonna buy whatever one says they're for service industry people yeah and then mm -hmm. I get so many compliments on them when I wear them and I'm I like they're cute mean, they're fucking the ugliest shoes I own but okay but that's mm -hmm. you know what's great and I will say there's a lot of like trend right now I think that is going towards let's say quote unquote ugly shoes but I think people are really starting to like prioritize 
discomfort in a way that hasn't happened in fashion prior to this. And I am for it. Yeah. I'm for it. It's the, it's the mix of like, okay, I need, if I'm going to wear a structured, sexy leather, like romper, then I I can't be uncomfortable in every department. Like then I'm going to need to pair it with a comfortable crunchy Tiva. Yeah. or something and also i mean the ugly footwear quotations has come a long way because yeah. i think tivas coming from the hippie community were always seen as like oh, this or that they've really the colors they've upped like they we know we're wearing comfortable crunchy hippie footwear this summer yes i will not be wearing sandals though <laughs> still not there yet but maybe in five years we'll see sneakers I sneakers i wear yeah. sneakers yeah i wear boots and sneakers but i I'm not comfortable having my feet out and I'm not really comfortable having my armpits out. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Cause my mom used to yell at me every day and say, do you think people want to stare at your armpit? while you?" <laughs> and I would be like, I don't know. Why wouldn't they, you know? Yeah. You're like, mom, some people are into that. <laughs> I have this I- issue with the armpits where I want to like, let my hair grow because I don't like socially care about that but my armpits just truly stink more when there's more hair but then when I shave I'm a big ingrown hair everywhere sort of person so there's just no win have you tried okay because I'm Middle Eastern I like cannot grow out my armpit hair because I feel like that's another thing that I feel like people assume that I like have long armpit hair and that's another (laughs) that's this is like a reference from the patreon but it's like one of those things where it's like people probably don't even know but I just I have a thing about it because I'm like yeah people think like middle eastern women are hairy so Mm. I like shave anything any chance I used to shave my arms because I'm like I don't want people to think I'm like a hairy and like whatever that's racism but like um one thing for ingrowns that has yes. really helped me on my bikini line. Single blade disposable razors. Really? Mm-hmm. Like the cheap Bic, but don't, you can't get the double. Like the, it has to be single blade. Like the pink one, one the blade. The shittiest one, but one blade. Yeah. Really? And, and I started noticing now the packaging actually, it says poor sensitive skin on it. I never realized that. Do you go grain or anti-grain which way which direct against the grain yeah I feel like I've tried everything I will still take I will always take recommendations on ingrow hair it's a bad it's a constant battle in my life do you um exfoliate before you shave no what do you mean who does that's an ingrown I get that's a secret mm -hmm, because a lot of times it's like the those are areas where we're like having um you're like not i mean i should like judge them up a little bit so they're ready to be shaved Mm -hmm. if so like don't it's not necessarily i used to shave with like apricot scrub oh i know but i also have read that that's maybe a little too intense so it's like too when you're like two showers before you're gonna shave like oh, le- okay. leading up to it not the one where you actually shave but like leading up to it that that week if you're exfoliating that helps too i used to Damn. shave with baby oil also mm-hmm. um it leaves you pretty fresh but yeah <laughs> i also really like this product that might help um 
it looks like Kiehl's has another one if you don't want to do the whole because I got it from Dollar Shave Club in like a package or whatever and this is not an ad um it could be yeah dollar get, shave club Hello, not yet get, get at us, us fools. they have like something called post shave do and it looks like keels has a matching or a similar product that's close like shaver Kiehl's. smooth glider and it's you put it on after so yeah i got that um fur oil that uh emma watson is like i love this and i actually do like it it's like tea tree and something else but they give you a little if you get their set they give you a little ex, like finger mitt exfoliator mm, okay. oh yeah you're yeah, supposed yeah. to use before like leading up to shaving and then after you shave you use the oil to help with ingrown hairs and i think it has it has helped i don't do it every time but i'm like wild i shave i i used to i don't know why i used to get really bad ingrown hairs i still get them bikini line but not armpits but I read in like a women's health magazine fucking years ago <laughs> about shaving um, all directions in your armpits. Cause that's the other thing too, is that your armpit hair grows like more wily typically than mm. even like your leg hair. That's a little more consistent, your armpit, you're kind of getting it different directions. So I like side up, down, around, which Hit can, it. can make it worse, but also I think, I, maybe now I've just like trained my my pits to be ready for it. Yeah. No, this is all I will take all this. I'm I was like wondering, should I become someone that goes and gets waxed? I don't know. I was talking to someone yesterday about laser and I'm like back on I'm back on the laser train. Well, I, I went swim, once. so I can't. I'm Do too I my hair's too light, they told me. Oh, that was man. the issue. yeah. That is, like, that is an issue. And I was like, these pubes are dark, but okay, I guess yeah, your hair's that's probably going to be the same thing for me. But then. Don't you can't get laser in May? I'm sorry. You're no, right. you don't. You, you want to do it in the winter the if you're going to. Yeah. It. It, no. 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 Yeah. You're right. It's not the season. You're right. <laughs> it's the same with like tattoos. You got to do them when you're not going to be like out in the beach and getting sand and water. And I have been getting absolutely punished by the elements outside like i'm i've been i've been really enjoying being outside but i'm realizing that like i am not uh I'm, I'm like oh yeah you gotta like put on i've gotten sunburned so many times and i'm like not a sun i get sunburned but i'm usually so hyper vigilant about sunscreen stuff and i just haven't been which i kind of like because it's like uh yeah you gotta get burned sometimes like the break oh i mean from working yeah, this but, whole time i have like so much shit in my car like mm -hmm. I have, like extra sweaters extra like sunscreen thing hat like anything extra hair ties just because like all last year like last summer it was 115 yeah. and we didn't have a tent set up yet and we didn't yeah. have heat lamps when it got cold and like I'm like oh I've I've like cancer mooned this to the <laughs> highest degree I have mm -hmm. like entire fucking you could probably like do a photo shoot with what i have in my car it's insane i'm just realizing that i'm like oh yeah i'm always prepared for my face and that's it and i'm like say, no, where are we like getting the burned rest, the rest i mean my shoulders that's where i'm like oh. Oh, shoulders shoulders for sure i and mean big i'm big now because i we would get those big straw hats but realize i would not bring them places because they're too cumbersome so i got a straw hat that does fold like it's like the whole thing is like it folds and then also this very ugly like fisherman's 
sort of cap but hey you know what could we do and also light shawls like a, a sheer a sheer jacket for these summer times or like something just to give a little blockage yeah i just Agreed. have to put it i just have to put it on and be my hairline aware. gets burnt all the time that's my that's my ish pink a pink center part <laughs> is my summertime baby this is, <laughs> this is what and also tough. finding sunscreen you like i think that's a big i, I oh think it's tough it's tough like i've tried ones that end up being too thick or too this i've been not sponsored really liking the alba brand i think mm. it's nice and sporty and works but is not too heavy and i think the good ingredients are in there um in the super goop face sunscreen yeah i like the biore that madison shepherd recommended mm. to me and i'm loving it it's it doesn't leave that the whatever cast. yeah mm-hmm. that's a tough one because i got some more zinky mineral ones and i know that those are the best but you're gonna look like casper the ghost afterward like it's just never unless you're like doing a day of life guarding there's yeah. like it's yeah. like it's just too it's, it's too, just too much for me it's too intense on my skin too like it, if i'm going if i'm going to the day at the beach or whatever then i'm like all right for one day but that can't be like a every day no level. i've tried it's to shower it off and it still stays on sometimes you know it's just like damn i mean good job zinc but sometimes we just want to go to a brunch not covered in zinc not covered in zinc uh should we talk about Gemini's? Let's I guess. Talk yeah. about <laughs> that was a very Gemini transition. Like, actually, let's just talk about Gemini's. We're just gonna switch. Mind. That's we'll just there's switch. no. You just switch. That's that's the you know. I what was I listening to? Something where they were like things go together because you like them. That's why they go together, and that felt like a very Gemini um, kind of idea of combining. I think that doesn't get talked about a lot with Gemini, but I do think that they are masters of combining things that don't seem to go together, but do go together because the Gemini put them together. Mm. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking of um, a Gemini that I lived with for for a significant amount of time. And when we would eat together, they would always put the weirdest combinations of food. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, because I want, I want like, they loved buffets for that reason because it would be like <laughs> I, yeah i want chinese food and mashed potatoes and uh like a plate of beets <laughs> like okay if that's what you want that's your, right that's what you want there's no rules here of like who said that these have to live in separate worlds mm-hmm. like we can we can that phrase of bring it bring it all together if that's what yeah. we want it goes together because those are the things that you like and you want them together I was going to ask, do you feel like with people that in your life are Gemini's, I was kind of doing a Rolodex before this of who I know. And I feel like all of my Gemini friends, I can't think of one that I haven't like met through a Gemini thing where it's like, oh, we happen to like be in the same class or we like happen to live Mm -hmm. close. And so we like would ride share or like carpool or like oh, they like worked with me or something. Do you feel like- Oh, I guess yeah. you meet all people that way. Maybe I'm like- No, kind no, of. I mean, it's... but also to meet in a class, like that means someone had a strike up conversation. So like a lot of the times in classes or at work, you know, you don't make friends a lot. Of the- I'm thinking like of my Gemini's and yeah, I'm like, okay, art class, 
working at a call center that like all these like work things or like doing stuff things where we're like everyone else sucks <laughs> like this is dumb yeah, this yeah, is like exactly. silly I mean I think you can meet people through people or other ways but I, I don't know it feels very like the fellow class clown like acknowledges you and you go ah yes this thing this usually it was in very mundane settings that we found like the live us lively people found each well, other like a class it's like to me that I guess it is kind of that Sagittarian thing too because it's you choose to take a class sometimes but it's like the closest one you're not mm -hmm. gonna like take a class in Santa Monica I mean you might but you'd Oop. be miserable there's something also <laughs> to me though about like proximity that that makes sense because Gemini is like neighborhood and uh siblings and mm -hmm. that, I mean I'm not you know, uh, conflating that with third house stuff, but thinking about that being like, oh yeah, that's like who you, uh, who's in the class or whatever, like finding your, finding your partner in the thing, I think is, is very Gemini. I think most of the Geminis that I've known, I'm thinking back are like, I've met through someone else and it's been like, oh, well, this is their like, best friend and now I'm meeting that or like that kind of it's someone else's other yeah mm -hmm. well another thing I pulled I have these nature nurture cards that I got from um from Spellbound Sky this um cute little witch shop in, in yes. LA yeah. um and I've been following her Marcella Kroll and like just doing the cards or whatever yeah i like them because they're kind of everything it's not like there's like a earth air fire water card and there's like animals and symbols and like all different kinds of stuff in there mm -hmm. um but the one i got today which i was actually thinking about because two of the people that trained me at my old job were gemini's and i was like thinking about how one of the other people was a cancer and like the cancer i felt like he did a good job training me, but he actually just made me feel more comfortable to be there. Whereas the Gemini's would give me like quick tricks, like, oh, this, mm -hmm. like, don't forget, like, it's this, 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 you can do it this way or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, just like fill that there and then put this or whatever, where the cancer was more like, okay, like you, you know, we're trying to like build you up kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the card that I pulled was the wolf, which she calls the teacher card. And I think Gemini's are very good teachers, though I don't think they necessarily like lean towards it or like I think they do it without trying. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They'll be like, oh, accidental this teacher. I, this is how I do it or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, like I just learned something. They have the information. They're not like uh I feel like Sag energy is very luxury, whereas Gemini is like, oh, I actually read again, thinking of this, this Gemini too, who like literally read instructions. And so it would just be like, oh yeah, here's how you do this thing because you push this button and go this. And this is how you, how you use this function on your phone. And I'll be like, how do you know that? And they'd be like, I just read, I read mm -hmm. the information. So it's like, oh yeah, put this thing here because I, it's easiest to grab and whatever. And it's not like with the intention of, of being like, I know the best. It's just like, yeah, I have all of the instructions for how to for how to do these things yeah. i went on a hike with the with a gemini friend and um 
I think you're right too, where they were just like, oh, did you know that mustard seed uh, like was brought by the the Spaniards because this is how they would, uh, it grows really fast and easy in most places. And this is how they would mark roads. So that's what like they would say, like they, if you saw the mustard, that's how you knew that was the trail that you were supposed to be on. And now it's just like fucking rampant everywhere. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. What Whoa. a like, yeah, I was like, oh, now I'm- Fun I'm, fact. I'm, <laughs> I'm always going to think about that whenever I see- mustard seed and we see it all over in in southern california and i'm like oh that's a cool like just always have information about these kinds of things or like the same person when we were walking down found like bay leaf on a tree and was like oh did you know that you used to use bay leaf as like a sinus opening thing and we all like clapped and rubbed it together and sniffed it in and it was like it felt like a summer camp kind of vibe like that Mm -hmm. energy where I was like oh fun like we're like in nature we're using things this is very interactive and I wouldn't have noticed this and and I I do consider myself someone who is already like kind of thoughtful about these things but it added this whole other element like the Uh, world is like Gemini stimuli at all times (laughs) like mm -hmm. everything is like oh I have a a story or a notice or something that's evoking some sort of feeling. I think just thinking of building off of Taurus too, like Taurus sort of having like preference and opinion. Like I think Gemini has something they can relate things to. And if they don't have a thing they can relate it to, they're going to ask you how you relate to mustard seeds or bay Mm -hmm. leaves or like whatever it is that they see out. I do think they have this natural sort of like optimism and zest for life that I think we can also associate with Sag on the flip but also gems can do the real talk and get deep and also like you know hold space and do all those sorts of things I feel like all my Geminis we have like spurts of connection like a lot of my Geminis don't live in LA with me so a lot of them are long distance Geminis and I feel like we have spurts of connection, but then when we're together, it's like no time, absolutely no time has passed. We pick it up where we left off. We just keep it rolling, keep it going. And I just love that they breathe life into whatever is uh, around. Also just building off a Taurus too. Uh, I was looking up like the chakras because I was like, wait, I know they're the nervous system and shoulders and lungs, arms, hands, whatever, but also that they are throat chakra and and that Taurus is technically like heart chakra, but I still like that it's still like speaking on it, but in a kind of different, maybe a little less declarative way in a, this is what I think about this for now. And if my mind should change, or if I get a new information, I will update, you know, I will update that and go from there. But yeah, I think that there's just a lot of connections that they're making that maybe a lot of other people aren't seeing. I love it as coming off of Taurus. When you think about Taurus being, the kind of like persistent uh dedicated effort and then gemini coming in and being like well why are we doing this though like that taurus kind of head down um like what let's get through let's let's Mm -hmm. keep working hard let's do this and then gemini coming to be like but what are we doing this for? Like, when is this, when does this stop? Is there something else we could be doing? Why? Like, what is this? What is like, what if we didn't work? What if we did the opposite of this? What would happen if that, when is this due? (laughs) Like what's the timeline? It just being that thing that leads us to go like, well, what else, what else is there? If they're like, we know this one thing that we like, is there, are there other things? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think too, the interesting thing to me, I about the body parts, because I was kind of thinking on that and going into cancer, like 
I think we, with some of the signs we give, like with Gemini, they have the dual things where they have the hands, which are two and the lungs, which are two and Pisces have the feet, which are two. Um, but like, and I was thinking about the breasts for cancer, but I was thinking that we don't really differentiate, like, I guess you kind of get taught in school, like that one might be a larger size or that whatever, but we don't really differentiate between, you know, our left breasts or right breasts until you're breastfeeding until you're like a mom and you have to like alternate for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that to me is kind of interesting because it's that next house too and that duality of it. But the lungs, you don't really either. We don't really use, like, you don't know when you, if you're using your left lung more than your right. But mm-hmm. I do think Gemini with the hands, it's very much like, um, I think we often associate, you know, left brain, right brain with the hands where, you know, they say left-handed people have different types of creativity or, you know, they, the, whatever, I don't know which side of the brain. So I'm trying to not (laughs) misspeak, but I I think think left brain is creative and right brain is more practical. I think, I think so too. I think you're right. Also fact check us, but I think I just remember like in your recent yoga class, like right side being dominant and very like the warrior side and left side being a little more femme and like artistic or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think, I think we do that with the hands too. We like, um, I don't know, they're, you know, the, the wedding ring you wear on your left. And there's just certain things that we do in society that kind of embody the ideas of the hands being different from each other, um, which I kind of love for Gemini because it's, you know, they're, they're twins, they're, they match. Usually your hands aren't different sizes or they don't, you know, look super different. I, I guess one of them you use more, so maybe, but um, we still do kind of do those differentiating things as like twins would right you're not the same person but you're a reflection of each other i like it too because your hands are i think your hands can move pretty quick and also the idea of like picking up i've been thinking about this as i've been hiking a lot where it is like it takes more effort and energy to move your lower body but you can move your upper body pretty quickly it can't go away from like your center for very long but also you can like I'm doing a lot of hand motions right now you can like grab something you can be grabbing with one hand and also doing something different with the with the other hand and not like fall over whereas I think when you're on your like legs thinking about Sagittarius being the hips that's like your center like you can't you can you can move them but they can't go away from your body the same way that your hands can and I think that that speaks to that Gemini ability to like go off on maybe not as I would say like not as serious but it is because like your hands are meant to your hands are meant to move more wildly that's why they're your hands and that's why they kind of are can move about and you can do things with your fingers and grat like it, it's because we're supposed to be quick on certain things that aren't as I don't know if I'd say important but there's there's a place for that kind of quick movement that isn't in other parts does that make well, sense I think it, also I think it goes they- with storytelling too though yeah like hands oh, yeah, do sure. give that emphasis and and your nervous system of like if you're going into a spooky voice or if you're like making it more like serious and like knowing what like the tone and the temperature is because you know there's some 
motherfuckers out there that will tell you a sad story or a happy story in the same exact like voice and you're like no 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 like give me you know like read with the character like tell mm-hmm. me what like match the tone of of the thing and i think gemini's typically whether they consciously or subconsciously do it they end up doing that a lot well your hands too when you're especially when you're exercising or something but they give you more power like when you're doing the um pilates roll-ups like from the ground to up to seated you use your hands to like go forward you don't just like you know sit up without and same when you're like hiking you're you know you use them Mm -hmm. or power walking or whatever you like use them to propel you forward too so and air too anything in the lungs like it definitely keeps you going so i think that's interesting well, and I think it also is a funny thing that a lot of people kind of are like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah. I feel like that's a fairly um, popular sentiment where it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing or like someone will look at their um, a photo and zoom in on something weird, how they're holding their hands. And it is this like conscious yet subconscious thing that we're doing. And I do think it kind of speaks to our state of mind, which is a very like Gemini uh our own twin kind of thing where it's like even if you are trying to do one thing your body is also kind of doing this other thing too and giving information about your state of being that you might not be uh because it's like hands and lungs are both things that we do like we can think we can bring attention to our breath and decide to breathe in a very intentional way but we also do it without even thinking about it too and so I think that's the same thing like we're always doing something with our hands but we also can be very deliberate about doing things and I think that that's that Gemini thing that's like both the quirky funny uh quick like uh effortlessness but also super thoughtful and deep and and contemplative and all of those things and it's both you Mm -hmm. like it's both yeah do you guys relate to the gem things of your chart or like where's Gemini showing up for you in your own space? I have Venus. I always like think about my Venus and Gemini. I don't know. I do think that I do Venus stuff as Gemini. Like I like to read and write and I do stand up comedy and mm-hmm. I like art and but I, I don't necessarily want to go to like LACMA and walk around and then have no one to talk to about it. Like I want to go and discuss if, you know, that art piece spoke to you in a different way. Or like, even if somebody in the museum is doing something weird or funny, it's like, that's kind of part of the museum to me too. So I'm definitely not like a person who appreciates the Venusian parts of life in a very serious Mm. way. So I guess like that to me is very Gemini, but I do appreciate them. I do like them. I'm just not like, you know, the thinker that goes to a museum alone and is like, oh, wow, I really, I've really grown from that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) a conversation is like adding more like, do you like a Q and a? or like a I'll go to one <laughs> I've been to a few I don't I I'm not a huge like um film and television person and my mom was kind of making fun of me earlier today because I I said I got this new book and I really want to read it and she's like so which biography is it and I'm like okay <laughs> you've got me it is a biography but like 
she's like you've been you've been reading those since you were a kid she's like you know don't you ever pick up a fiction book and I, I do I do like the I do like fiction but I like the dialogue I guess of something that's more real and I like documentaries a lot well that um, to me is a conversation though that I yeah think exactly that something that makes sense from what you're saying I like fiction and stuff too but like as far as like, I have been to a couple Q and A's, but it's usually because I like a comedian that's in a movie and they're going to be there, or mm-hmm. I think the director's very cool or something. It's not like I'm really uh, there to like. I'm not going to just go to like any random movie Q and A at the ArcLight. I'm going to go to right. like something that it involves my interests. But I like things that feel like a dialogue or a conversation. So. I'm also not going to the movies alone. I'm not usually when I'm home by myself, I'm not like watching movies by myself. I'm, maybe I have a show that I'm into that I'll get into. It's usually reality TV um, or I have a book or I go on a lot of walks. I cook, um, but I, I'm not like, I don't know, like my friend Heather, who is an Aquarius always, she's like at the movies every week. She like loves, or she watches them at home. I'm, that's not me. I'm, I like, if you want to watch at your house and me watch at my house and we text the whole time that sounds great oh i love those mm-hmm. well that i think the biography reality etc social connection isn't there like a phrase that like nothing is more wild than real life or the truth like you know like yeah, someone's fiction yeah someone's real biography is usually i mean there's great fiction and sci-fi and all that but some people's lived experience is just like what the fuck your life well there's something there's something um i don't know if literal is the right word but it's very much like this is what we're talking about this is the thing like there's like a even in a biography it's like the the intention i think is clearer than something that wants you to like go inward and feel about a thing instead of it's like we're bringing up ideas we're bringing up um, stories were were um, giving you information, which is it's all very journalistic. Like, yeah, and I think reality is the same way. It's where it's like, here's what happened, and this is how I felt about it. And you are seeing like, I think that feels very Gemini because it's two, it's both sides of the story plus the action itself. Like we're seeing them in the thing, and then we're getting the confessionals and kind of getting to piece together all of these things, which it's like you aren't you aren't literally part of the conversation but we are watching and getting to come up with our own takes because we're seeing all of the the data sets possible whereas I think yeah too, yeah it's my first house so i i think that a lot of those things when i do appreciate them i attempt them myself too like i do take i do comedy like even though i read books about it as a kid like i do stand up and then same like I used to be a podcast listener and you know obviously now here we are but like (laughs) I I think that I will try like I will take it into my own self as well if that makes sense yeah it's like self journalistic interest in others that's a reflect very gem like a reflection of the things that you might want to do well and I think it also like holds up your end of the conversation because you also have you can come from a place of experience or um like understanding that helps you again because you aren't actually talking to the person but now you are like oh well I know when I did stand up this is how I felt so I can imagine how this person felt so hearing their story gives me all of the all of the sides 
kind of thing. That all makes that totally makes sense. Yeah, I, I, like, the, I like thinking of Gemini Venus in that art artistic sort of appreciation way that Venus definitely is there and yeah and that first that just gave some new interesting context thinking of both all these signs placements etc so that was that was that was cool man I don't think of it too much in my relationships but my mom always says like how do you have so many friends I'm like (laughs) I don't know I just collect these people I think that's more cancer moon thing though Mm -hmm. oh just popular I guess (laughs) they they inform each other and being I think like being uh having it be in that first house I think it's also this idea of like um maybe you don't intend for that to be the thing but that people feel that you are their friend you know like oh yeah I know the claiming (laughs) oh I know (laughs) I can name you (laughs) yeah the claiming of you that maybe isn't like a reflective of your effort in that regard but people being like oh this person feels like a friend because it's in and your... again more cancer moon shit yeah i was gonna very say totally. that taurus gem cancer build off is very people think be, people adding you to Taur- the close friends list where you're like hmm really oh like, all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like but then again like, who's in mind you know i don't make people. one i just blo- i just block people <laughs> i don't make a close <laughs> friends i just ha- i just remove people from ever seeing it that's my that's hell yeah my old trick of the trade i definitely relate to the gemini in my chart i have i only have chiron in gemini oh i do too i forgot about it in the ninth um and it's pretty close to my midheaven actually and i always forget about that i don't know if it is actually aspect i guess it depends on what orb you're using but i got i always forget about this that i got burned on my hand when i was pretty young I have like a permanent scar thing and it used to be like a real point of uh, insecurity. And now, now I forget that it's there and it's like gone, but that always is like, uh, feels very on the nose, astrologically speaking. Uh, but I think that I definitely have, um, kind of like insecurities around higher education things and also, um, I do feel kind of flexible in big proclamations or big um, being like, this is what I believe. I feel like those things, I feel pretty, uh, I don't know, like mutable about, whereas I have all of this third house Sag stuff. So I do feel very principled, but in a way that kind of doesn't, that works in like a short term, not in a, like I, I would never subscribe to like a, I'm a this thing, like a religion or something like that. Cause I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. There might come a time when it doesn't work in my day to day. And therefore it feels like now I'm, I'm lying because I am not living by this all the time. I need that flexibility to not feel boxed in. Does that make sense to like a mm-hmm. uh, thing? So I'm very hesitant to be like, I believe this, I am this, all of these kind of like identity things feel um I feel kind of I don't know if insecure is the right word but uh yeah they just feel like they need to be they need to be able to change moment to moment which makes me feel I guess I feel insecure about being like wishy-washy all of those things that Gemini gets accused of of like being two-faced or being uh opportunistic or change like going flip-flopping and it's like not just only when it makes 
sense. I don't know. I think that makes sense. I think it doesn't make sense to be um, stuck, not like to be fixed about things. Do you have, because um, I was thinking when you said this about Chiron and Gemini, do you feel like um, some, if you're having like a problem, do you feel like it can't be solved without communication? Because sometimes I feel like that. And then I was thinking about last night how there was a fight at the party that we were at and then no one ever said anything about it and it was very awkward. Yeah. Uh, wait, physical or just verbal? No, verbal. No, verbal. Gotcha. But it also- Physical would be it. really weird to not say anything Yo, about. Physical it also be. <laughs> didn't make a ton of sense so it, no one really knew what was going Yeah. But like- mm. Did the two parties stay after the fight? They did. And then- one of them left and then the other one like immediately left and it was like whoa wait, okay it was, yeah it was very it was bizarre strange. but like mm. i just i guess i feel like sometimes if nobody says something like it'll all it'll just hang there forever uh yes mm-hmm. and i yes. feel like that's chiron gemini yes i do think that and i think that something that's funny because I think sometimes I do think like, oh no, we don't have to talk about it. But it's like, no, the answer is always talk. Well, I don't think either of those people have Chiron and Gemini. Yeah, but it is for me. Yeah, for me, I guess anytime I'm finding myself having the instinct to not talk about something, I'm like, no, the answer is never talk about it less. It's always talk about it more. It's always communicate even though you're like you feel like that is not the answer it feels like there's a way to get around it there's probably not and you can you can but eventually you're gonna have to talk about it and I do feel like I am a person I was thinking about this in preparation for for this because again I do not to conflate them but I also have third house stellium I have a ton of so much in the third Mm -hmm. so that also feels very Mm -hmm. gem um but that like even just thinking about like being in friend situations where like someone has to go talk to the hostess at a restaurant or that sort of thing. And I do feel like I'm often the person that's like, yeah, I'll ask, I'll talk, I'll, I'll see if they can do that thing. Not in a, in a confrontational way, but just people are, people always seem to be nervous about asking a thing. Like, I don't, I'm not the, I'm not the call out person, but I am the, like, I'm just going to ask them. Let's stop. Let's stop. Uh, Let's stop speculating about this and I'll just say, hey, are you so-and-so or are you this or whatever, like that kind of, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, the the leaving things hanging, I've had like three and maybe it's the Mercury Gemini time, maybe it's the retrograde. I had like three things this week that was like, hey, this thing everyone's been avoiding talking about, we need absolutely need to talk about it. Or at least I do because I'm feeling nervous as fuck and anxious and I can- I could ignore it, but obviously I can't <laughs> like, I, like I, I can't will myself to ignore things. My mom's a Gemini rising. I have Gemini Mercury, Gemini Jupiter. My mom's Gemini rising. We had a big thing this week of like, Hey, you know, that fight that you've been avoiding talking about it to me since December, like, can we finally, is that been enough time to discuss it? Cause it feels really unsettled. And this is like a big fucking holiday blowout we had. And I think, you know, just because we have Gemini placements, we're being asked astrologically to express and speak, obviously do no harm. But I think sometimes it can be hard for Gemini's to, to like on the flip side to 
to open up or maybe not make it personal or make it this thing. I think sticking to the facts is always like a good uh, argument way to go. Cause just cause it's, I don't know, like maybe it's the Aries moon in me, but like confrontation is unavoidable. Like we are going to butt heads, especially since we are all meeting each other again for the first time in a long time. But uh, yeah, I think Gemini definitely can be the like someone had to say it, <laughs> like someone had to put this out there. And and a lot of the times, I don't know. I just think avoidance is like Gemini uh, pain, like avoidance mm-hmm. or neglect or things that are just ignoring the things that are the obvious stimuli. Right, going back to that Gemini stuff. So, I mean, I think I definitely talk like a Gemini Mercury. I'm I am thinking a million miles a minute, anxiety all that stuff. Gemini Jupiter definitely have gotten a lot of shit from being friends with people, which is like, I don't know. I, I just, I'll, I'll say yes a lot too, and just try it. And I'll find out for myself if I don't like something. Um, so no, I think that that, I don't know, thinking about Gemini time, maybe it's because maybe it is since we're socializing again, there has been, I feel like a lot of gossip and fights and this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, as I have a list of Gemini's I absolutely fucking love. And I have some enemies <laughs> like that are, <laughs> that are, that are Gemini, Gemini's, but Gemini, Gemini's, Gemini, but that's okay. Like we don't have to like everybody. It's, I think it's just like, re- like recognize what it's bringing up in you, uh, p- put that energy into what you like. And and this is no shade on the Gemini's. I think since you can't talk, I feel like so much Astro Twitter and this and our friend, not all Gemini's like Gemini's do get a lot of that shitty rap and yeah, there's shitty of every sign, but again, you're going to have an opinion on a Gemini. It's <laughs> like it's, one, you're going to know. I stand by this so much. I don't remember who I think, I don't remember who originally brought up the Gemini as mirror um, mm-hmm. like, uh, image, but I do think that that is, is so accurate because it is so much a, um, a reflection of like how you are feeling about the person. And if they are, uh, more, I think that obviously goes with all, all signs and all human interactions, but I do think Gemini's, especially if you don't like the, the thing that's being reflected, it's, it's very easy to project onto them this thing when they are really just giving the facts not to let them Mm -hmm. off the hook of being being harmful potentially but I think it is like well what is the like can't what what do what do words mean or like what does that actually hurt and is it is someone saying a fact actually an attack or is that do you just not like the information and I think it is they are the most kind of like provocative sign in that way of bringing up things that people might not want to hear which can be really helpful when you need mm-hmm. that information and also is the person bursting your bubble with facts that you're like I didn't want the real info I didn't want the facts I wanted my like fantasy about distance, yeah. I wanted my, my delusion I want to believe that I am this person I don't want to hear this this I don't want to hear evidence to the contrary I want to be yes instead of node and so I think it's uh like it's a res- not a responsibility but it also is that yeah I, I've been thinking a lot about what um like level of uncomfortability we are allowed to kind of like uh 
put on another person if that makes mm-hmm. it not like yeah. and what like what's a pro- what's an appropriate amount and what is too much and what where do you have like what's your what's your personal responsibility for being uncomfortable in situations like what's the give and take there and i think that gemini does remind us that like saying uncomfortable things again with caveats of being respectful and and kind to people's humanity and and that sort of thing but also like saying it isn't hurting someone or isn't uh like that's a level of uncomfortability that i think is is kind of fair or whatever or like is is unavoidable like you were saying it's like someone if if these are the facts then at a certain point like it's not you're not doing something mean you're not going out of your way to do you are just saying like the truth and that's like it can make people uncomfortable and that's a a hard a heavy thing to to bear as the truth teller but also like it's not your fault it's the truth i'm just thinking of like and I'm I'm totally fine like like low key shit talking on my mom because she I I was gonna say she can handle it maybe she can't but part of our Gemini confrontation this week was her ghosting a family member and her argument was I don't want to hurt their feelings so I'm gonna avoid speaking to them because all I'm gonna say is things that might be uncomfortable but just because you're avoiding the uncomfortable conversation doesn't mean you're not hurting their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, like yeah. the, it's like a very catch 22 scenario of like, Hey, you know, ghosting and avoidance is just as hurtful as saying like, Hey, I don't like when you do that. And also people, is it hurting feelings or is it saying your boundaries and saying what you need or like, yeah. sp- or just speaking on it. So I think that can be the, the tricky Gemini thing because I think they are social and they are fun and they don't want to let people down or don't, they don't want to hurt people um but that's that's life I think too with the mirror and stuff I think we often you know when we don't like something in someone else it's often something that we're insecure about or we do that we don't know we do or things that you know we ourselves have work to try to not do or you know so I think that is that mirror too of Mm -hmm. like hey Mm -hmm. you're projecting but like this is a behavior that you also engage in and I think that that is something that goes I think often unnoticed in the conversation about cancel culture because Mm -hmm. I think what happens for the most part at least with comedians which is where I see it is like one comedian says like points the finger at another comedian and then people like go in their Twitter and dig up all old stuff. And then it's like, well, why are you saying this, this, and this, if you, you know, 10 years ago, you said this or whatever. Right. And it's just this idea of the mirror, right? It's like, you don't point a finger because you are also guilty. And I think that it's a conversation that has recently become, especially like within the topic of race is like, no, like people are racist. Like everyone is racist. That's the problem. It's not like there aren't some people that are racist and some that aren't. There's some people that are outwardly racist and some, but it's like, it's a socialized thing. It's in our government. It's in our prison system. It's like there, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not just if you go outside and scream at a person that's a different race than you, that's not all it is. So I think like taking that lesson to other places in life and being able to say like no we are all like 
flawed and wrong sometimes and like we all mess up we all have we've all been bad friends we've all been bad family members and good like and good at all those things too so like let's instead hold up the mirror and say like okay the reason I'm reacting to this behavior from someone else maybe because when I had the opportunity to show up I didn't or mm-hmm. when I when I was in that situation I couldn't handle it or whatever and I mean that's that's a long journey so I think that those small Gemini things also do translate to the you know the ninth house and Sagittarius stuff well I mm-hmm. think it is it we don't like things being both we like to say, oh, you did this thing, now you're bad. You did this thing, you're good, and you stay that way forever. And I think the thing that makes people have such contentious relationships with Gemini is that Gemini is unabashedly both. It's I I am a flawed person and I am a good person because that is what we all are. We all are people who make mistakes and sometimes handle things in ways we don't want to. And the more we can be honest about that the more we can understand that none those things aren't at odds with each other they exist simultaneously so the more we like I love that in terms of like a cancel culture conversation where it's like this is an opportunity to look at where you have maybe done something similar can we can we see where I have done something similar and speak as a reminder that we all need to be on guard for that or aware that we all are capable or all are all have potential to do things what a better conversation would that be instead of saying, look at you and how you've hurt other people. What a better way to say would be like, hey, look at this tweet that I did 10 years ago and how much I've changed. And like, you know, Ooh. this, this, that mm-hmm. is more powerful to, to speak I, from your I statements. Yeah. Yeah. I statements yeah. go a long way. And, <laughs> and that is also so Gemini to me too, of this thing of like, this isn't about this is about me, not about the world, not about right. this. This is my feet. These are my feelings. And that's why it's like, I don't like the, the two-faced one. I've always been, I'm a staunch Gemini advocate. I feel like I haven't said that on this episode, but y'all, y'all know that from the beginning. Um, but it <laughs> is I'm that, the hater. Like, you guys have said it in the comments. <laughs> I have heard that. And like, I, and I dabble. I yeah, know. You I, know. I like them. I have. I just like. I like to hate too. Sure. Gemini's like to hate too. It's, Come on. Exactly. Look, it's, they can. They can validate you as much as they can invalidate you, and that's yeah. just. That's just what they can do. But what it is this say? this ownership of your own feelings and your own um where you are in your uh I hate saying journey, but it is like <laughs> a Gemini is where they are at. They are not at mm. someone else's. Um, like this isn't like Capricorn energy that's very, you know, state coloring inside the lines. This is like today I color inside the lines and tomorrow I'm ripping up the fucking coloring book because that's what I feel like doing today. And if you aren't listening to your own guidance that way, you're a fucking idiot. And again, mm-hmm. like people, people that really like to follow the rules and list like and and do things in a certain order and all that. But Gemini's that it's Mercury. It's fast. It's back and forth. It's not a straight path. And that's fine. It may it might be the it's not necessarily like the quickest way to get to a place, but we're getting to a place and not everybody wants to get to a place, uh, you know, 
quickly or efficiently or whatever. There's a lot to be, there's so much to be learned and there's information everywhere. And there's like, I don't know. I just, I like that reminder of um, kind of like deviating from the path. And we don't, I don't feel like we talk about Gemini as one who is like, um, deeply present like the the here and now this isn't that like future we're mm. we're ignoring we're not ignoring anything we're paying attention to everything which can be anxiety producing and neurotic and that sort of thing but it also means that you're noticing what kind of plant that is and then you look it up and you say this is why this is here and all that like everything that is around you is up for discussion and I think that that's something that everybody can uh, be incorporating into themselves if they are wanting to embrace Gemini energy. It is like, no, we're not going to not talk about this thing because it's in our path. Why wouldn't we address what's right in front of us? Why would mm -hmm. we skip to some other place? We live here right now and we need to talk about it. And I will say as the hater, Brendan Cooney, my dear friend, that moment I knew we were going to be friends is when he came up to me in an open mic and said the words someone just told me a secret and they told me not to tell anyone do you want to hear it <laughs> and that is so fucking gemini but i will say that the thing and like of course you know that's my like funny joke but of course the thing he said was absolutely no big deal and the person was being like don't tell anyone don't. and it's that it's that same thing where it's like they're yeah they're like being a gossip and being like a like turning around and telling the thing you, they just promised you they wouldn't but also they knew, first of all, that it wasn't going to hurt anyone. It wasn't like, I don't, so I think with those gossip and those kind of things, it's not, they're not malicious. They're not like trying to take you down. They're just doing it because it's funny, fun. And for the most part, it's like without harm. And I think that that idea of like, well, this isn't something you shouldn't say. You should say this. So if someone says, don't tell anybody, it's like, Nah, dude, this is exactly the kind of shit you should tell people because it's funny, because it's human, because it's truthful and it's not harmful. And it's, There's the, it's still like, mean to do that. It's still course. not right. But like, of yeah. course, but well, I do. And I, yeah. Gossip also, I'm curious. I need, if any signers have historical texts on why gossip is good for society and our brains and like how it's like an ancient human discussion of other humans and gossip. Because I think there's, there's something valid about talking about how you feel about other people not that it i think shit talking is very different than gossiping well but and who do we gossip actually was on a <laughs> podcast i listened to and i don't know if it's true i don't it's been a long time since i've heard this and it's very gendered and like heteronormative so excuse it but it's this idea that like gossip and those kind of traits were put on women because in hunter-gatherer society, men were going off to hunt and like going mm -hmm. to go get, and women had to be the ones to be like, hey, don't pick those berries because those are the poisonous ones. So they, yeah. it was all traveling like word of mouth stuff of that was how that like originated, quote unquote. I don't yeah. think- Tina like told me those berries suck. Mm -hmm. Right, or like, don't go down that way because like, the mud, there's mud that slides and like you won't be able to get back up, bring someone with you or something like that. Where when when we were supposedly gatherers, that was how uh, information spread. And so that became like a notion of what is feminine. I don't know if it's true. It's also just fully hearsay, but it is a 
a conversation starter. I think that makes, I think that totally makes sense. I have also heard that. And I think that that speaks to a lot of things, but I also think like gossip to me is again, it's not, not saying that it's good to talk about people or anything, but I think we traditionally gossip about people who seem inhuman or seem Mm-hmm. seem like they are not um I mean I'm just thinking now about like celebrity gossip but it's like these people who portray some kind of image about being perfect in some way and we want to know that they're not and we seek out information that says like oh stars are like us or oh these people that that are aspirational in some sense are also still doing bad shit or like are having relationship problems or are doing this and I think it reminds that like we like to know that people are human I'm good I did google is gossip good for you um and it says yes so that's um I think it's just I also think it's just like anything where it's like it's if you are talking about there is positive gossip we keep I, I think it does get this negative Thing. There's an article in the Atlantic called gossiping is good. There's been Dartmouth studies and studies in the Netherlands. And I guess there is a, a, a anxiety release when you can express, you know, maybe something. And also getting, I think a lot of times with gossip, sometimes we're getting advice from other people too. Like, yes. oh my God, like Tina keeps telling me these poisons, berries are poisons, but I heard from Rebecca that they're not like, what do you think I should do? Oh, well, maybe you talk to both of them or maybe go to here. Like you can kind of like plan out what you want to say or what you want to do. Now, again, shit talking is very different than gossip. My my rule as a Gemini Mercury person is if someone, if the person overheard you, could you say it to their face and go, well, didn't want to talk about you with the berries, but it has been a thing. I've been wanting to get off my chest and blah, blah, blah. Like shit talking, you can't usually go back. <laughs> you can't usually go back from that. But, well, but gossip- it, that's, I was going to say, it's like anything where I think a lot of times when you're talking about gossip, you're talking about something else or you're talking about yourself in a, mm-hmm. how, do, how do I handle that? You're, you're divulging details about a situation, but you aren't, you aren't slandering some, it's not like ad hominem where you're attacking someone's character Slander. Or, yes. or personhood or saying just blatant lies. I think that also is not, my, that could be gossip but it is also like I don't know I think it's there's a way of that gossiping is making sense of what things even something where you're like oh I heard so-and-so is dating and then someone goes oh my god that's why they've been acting so weird that totally <laughs> makes sense I thought they were doing this like what that kind of thing which is like that's gossip and it is saying someone else's business and I don't yeah like that it's a it's an ethical tricky uh, spot but I do think a lot of times you're talking about yourselves or your feelings or human trying to figure out how people work so I mm-hmm. do think that it's like to say that there's never a good good use of of talking about people what the fuck is like history or po- any of these like podcasts biographies all of that is like talking about people mm-hmm. and history is not even real they just made stuff up yeah <laughs> Also, the Daily Beast six hours ago. Have you heard? Gossip is back. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we're right Gossip on track. Gossip is back, baby. Is upon us. Yep, yes. we're sons in Gemini and we're chatting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love, I love all signs. I love Gemini. I think problematic fave. They love it. To wear, a, wear a badge of pride, Gemini twin folks. You're fun. We like you. Yes. You, start, you start the conversation. What can we say? 
we need to talk about it. Someone has to say it. And, you know, it's it's with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're cute. And they're oh my cute. God, cute. Very cute. And cute. many lyrical, many, so many Gemini rappers, many artists, aesthetically. Like, Gemini's yes. are cool. Mm-hmm. And note that's what I mean too. It's like they notice things and they're able to say, like, I think rap is such a good example where it's like so clever and the mm-hmm. associations that you'd make like are people are like, well, how did you think of that? And it's like, duh, how could you have not thought of that if you're paying attention? I don't know, not not thought of it, but not to to minimize mm-hmm. the the skill. You have but. to be cle- I mean, clever is a word we hear with Gemini. You have to be clever, witty, and quick. And that like not everyone's merch- like that mercurial too of people that we are just like fascinated by because they are so you can't ever pin them down or get a handle on what they're thinking and not really we forget I was just talking to somebody about like compatibility stuff that like things that kind of like get our attention are things that aren't like us or that are that are changing and that demand there's a way that that demands our attention that I think also is a thing that people are kind of jealous of Gemini's of because they are so like interest they're fascinating you can't they're butterflies it's just like oh we love what where are they gonna land next what a fun thing I can't I can't help but watch mm-hmm. there's so many Gemini comedians too for sure mm-hmm. and some of your favorites writers yeah. artists direct like they're there can be super creative and also they know they're like when a Gemini gets back with their ex, of course, we're going to talk about it. Come on. They yes. know what's up. Life's boring they, without a little goss. And they fucking love it. <laughs> we love, love you. We love you, gems. Happy gem and, season. And we hope you love yourselves because being a Gemini is awesome. And uh, people are just jealous. Damn. You heard it here. It's true. Sorry, they jealous. We love you. We love you all, Gemini or not. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR sign underscore pod? You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign? What's your sign?